Hello Cryptonauts, today is August 21st, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. With that said, I want to give a special thanks to all my listeners around the globe. I greatly appreciate you all listening to my podcast, so let's go ahead and start off with the countries, starting off with the United States, Ireland, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, Germany, Turkey, New Zealand, Argentina, Portugal, France, Netherlands, Italy, Mexico, Austria, India, Vietnam, Indonesia, Japan, Belgium, South Korea, Philippines, Israel, Czech Republic, Dominican Republic, United States Emirates. This is literally people around the globe listening to me daily. This is amazing. I got to thank Anchor for allowing me to just do this, do something that I I truly enjoy. I'm really happy that I have listeners all around the globe that enjoy my content. I, I appreciate the positive feedback. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 daily stats. Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your first news. Actually, first news in California, where I reside, it is currently under fire. Like, literally, like the whole state is pretty much just burning so that's where I stand there's a lot of smoke a lot of ash and a lot of fires all around me so pray for me pray for our uh, neighbors friends families and strangers hopefully everyone's safe there's um, already been a few deaths um, and it's it's said to hear uh, one of the articles about a um, about a son uh, he was crying about his mother that well that died in one of the fires. So that was that was pretty sad. All right, I didn't want to start off on a on a sad note, but let's go go ahead and start. Uh, actually, no, we're not doing news yet. We're doing top ten daily stats. Let's get that started with Bitcoin settling at eleven thousand three hundred seventy-six dollars and seventy-four cents. With a 2.7% loss. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $385.95 with a 4.1% loss. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $1 for a 2.2% gain. And XRP Ripple settling at $0.27 cents for a 3.3% loss. Fifth place, Chainlink settling at $14.66 for a 3.9% loss. Sixth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $275.09. For a 4.2% loss. Seventh place, Polkadot, $5.41 for a 10.5% gain. Gotta applaud them. Eighth place, Litecoin, settling at $57.98 for a 5.6% loss. Uh, ninth place, Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, settling at 
$192.81 for a 4.4% loss. 10th place, Cardano, settling at $0.11 cents for a big 7.8% loss. So that is your top 10. Overall, the only one that's in the green, well, that's a, in the big green, is Polkadot. They're looking real good, real, real good. So that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market is at $370.7 billion, down 2.5%. All right, let's get started with your daily news, da- crypto daily news. Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. And don't forget to collect your daily candies, which I'm about to do right now. There you go. Alright, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. Traders in East Asia are more focused on altcoins than other regions. East Asia is the region most focused on trading altcoins compared to stablecoins and Bitcoin, according to the according to a report by on-chain analytics firm Chainalysis. In East Asia markets like Korea, crypto trading is a way towards a better life for young investors battling the tough job market, and the data speaks for that. Altcoins made up over 16% of all trading volume originating from East Asia addresses, a higher percentage than any other region. Of those, Litecoin took a 2.9x larger share of the trading volume for East Asia compared to other regions, with Bitcoin Cash, a controversial Bitcoin fork, accounting for 1.2 times higher volume than, than others. Both professional and retail traders are active in the cryptocurrency market in East Asia compared to the Western counterparts, where professionals seem to dominate investment actively. Uh, investments activity. The former also takes on high risk, the report said. Cryptocurrency investors in the East Asian market appear to engage in more speculative trading of a wide, wider variety of assets compared to similar regions like North America, where the pros tend to focus more on Bitcoin and hold for longer, says Chain Analysis. Yeah, that's interesting. The more you know. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Uber's ex-security head paid $100,000 in Bitcoin to cover up hack, says FBI. Joseph Sullivan, the former chief security officer at Uber, has been charged with paying a $100,000 ransom in Bitcoin to cover up a hack and tech that compromised the personal data of millions of Uber users and drivers back in 2016. The criminal complaint announced by the United States Attorney David Anderson and the FBI Deputy Special Agent in Charge, Craig Fair, charges Sullivan with obstruction of justice and uh, misprison of felony by failing to contact the authorities and paying the ransom instead. Ouch. A spokesperson for for Sullivan said, There is no merit to the charges against Mr. Sullivan, who is respected who is a respected cybersecurity expert and former assistant U.S. attorney. This case centers on the data security investigations at Uber by a large cross-functional team made up of some of the world's most foremost security experts, Mr. Sullivan included. If not for Mr. Sullivan's and his team's efforts, it's likely that the individual responsible for this incident never would have been identified at all. <clears throat> Who hacked Uber? According to the documents between April 2015 and November 2017, two individuals contacted Sullivan via email and demanded a six-figure payment in exchange for silence. To back up their demands, the hackers told the former CSO that they had gained access to Uber's database. That database contained personally identified information about 57 million Uber users, including the driver's license number and approximately 600,000 of approximately 600,000 drivers. 
Rather than report the 2016 breach, Sullivan allegedly took deliberate steps to prevent knowledge of the breach from reaching the FTC, stated the complaint, adding that Sullivan sought to pay the hackers off by funneling off the payments through a bug bounty program, and Uber paid the hackers $100,000 in Bitcoin in December 2016, despite that the fact that the hackers refused <coughs> to, provide, to, provide, to provide their true names. Excuse me. <coughs> All right, well, that's that's all bad. What's gonna happen to him now? If found guilty, Sullivan could face a maximum statutory penalty of five years in prison for the obstruction charges and a maximum of three years in prison for the misprison charge, according to the complaint. Silicon Valley is not the Wild West, summarized Anderson, adding that we will not tolerate co corporate cover-ups. We will not tolerate illegal hush money payments. Interesting. Next news, written by Saryuwal Malwa. Filecoin's space race testnet will hand out 4 million FIL in rewards. Filecoin, a blockchain-based platform that allows users to rent their unused hard drive space, will see the launch of its incentivized testnet, Space Race, on August 24th, according to a press release. Space Race is a collaborative competition that will allow users and developers to stress test or operate the network at high capacity in order to ensure it does not falter at launch. This helps avoid any network errors or even complete closure when the mainnet is eventually rolled out. You know, Filecoin's been been around for a while. So far, demanding demand is booming. Filecoin has already seen more than 240 miners from around the world start, uh, start preparing to participate in the testnet, with upload speeds reaching over 1 tibibyte byte or supposed to be terabyte? I've never heard of byte per second, the release said. Molly McInlay, project lead at the peer-to-peer -peer file storage protocol IPFS, Filecoin's, Filecoin's parent body comment, commented, Filecoin would be nothing without its robust and passionate community. Is It is a hugely ambitious and complex project that takes time to build. We're immensely grateful to our dedicated miners for their help diagnosing issues, proposing fixes, and stress testing the network in, in exciting ways, she added. All right. Sounds pretty good. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Researchers call on CoinMarketCap to highlight wash trading. Researchers behind the study on wash trading have called on popular data metrics sites to identify the high levels of suspicious trading activity in the cryptocurrency markets. The study published on August 20th, 2020 by Blockchain Research Labs confirms previous reports that, for the worst effect, the changes up to 98% of the trading activity might be fake. What? Wash trading artificially increased. Well, you know what? Wash trading is a thing. It, it's, 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 it's a thing. It, it actually does happen more than we probably think it does. Wash trading artificially increases a crypto exchange's reported trading volume and can cause ill-informed investment decisions and unfair competitions between different exchanges. Blockchain Research Lab studies adds to the already exhaustive body of evidence that wash trading is rampant in the crypto space. Now the researchers want to see the issue highlighted more widely. Crypto comparison sites like CoinMarket and CoinGecko need to uh, need to intensify their efforts to now show wash trading volumes in their statistics. Ingo Feeder. Uh, Fiddler, co-founder of Blockchain Research Labs, told Decrypt. Yes, um, that would actually be a good thing if they can do that, if they can somehow figure that out. I would I would actually like that. I would. It would show more legitimacy with uh, all these different coins out there. 
showing which one's pumping, artificially being pumped. All right, next news, written by Will Heisman. Japan officials to seize funds from $530 million CoinCheck hack. In 2018, Tokyo-based crypto exchange CoinCheck was ransacked for over $500 million in a peer-to-peer cryptocurrency, NEM. More than two years on, a portion of the misappropriated funds are to be seized by the Tokyo District Court. Per reports from the Japan Times Wednesday, the court issued a protective order for future seizures from one uh, from one Takayoshi Doi, a doctor from Obihiro City, Hokkaido, while Doi is an accused of running the 2018 hack of CoinCheck. He was arraigned by officials in March for allegedly purchasing XEM originating from the heist. Now, a share of the supposedly ill-gotten funds purportedly held by Doi, which, according to a local news outlet, Kyoto, amount to rough 4.8 million yen, about $45,000, in both XEM and Bitcoin are are marked to be confiscated in what will be Japan's first crypto seizure. Doi is expected to, to keep the funds safe until an official verdict is handed down. Ish. Ish. Well. Yeah. Don't be a bad guy. You'll get caught. Next news written by Daniel Phillips. Is Bitcoin mining still profitable in 2020? Good question. You know, to be honest, I haven't checked myself because... I kind of uh, lost interest a while ago when I traded all my miners. And uh, knowing that there's a bunch of corporate warehouses out there, and I'm talking massive corporate warehouses, like like giga centers, massive giga centers that, that are mining. There's no way I can compete with my little rig in my room, really? No. No. I mean, for a few pennies? No. Since reaching its lowest value in 2020, back in March, the price of Bitcoin has been on a meta, 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 I can't say it, meteoric, meteoric uptrend with the leading cryptocurrency more than doubling in value in the last five months. At the same time, the Bitcoin hash rate has increased by more than 25% since March, recently reaching its highest ever value. In May 2020, Bitcoin also completed its third halving event, which saw the amount of Bitcoin mined each day cut in half. With all these factors coinciding with one another, it can be difficult to keep track of whether Bitcoin mining is still profitable in 2020. Here's what you need to know. Mining difficulty tends to increase with time. One of the main things that miners need to consider when mining Bitcoin is the difficulty change. Briefly, the Bitcoin difficulty determines how much work a miner needs to put in to solve the complex mathematical problems that will allow them to add a new block of transactions to the blockchain. This difficulty is either increased or decreased after every... 2016 blocks or roughly every 14 days depending on how quickly the previous 2016 blocks were found if the previous 2016 blocks took less than 14 days to discover then the difficulty increases whereas decreases if it took more than 14 days to discover all with the goal of returning the average block discovery time to 10 minutes yes because that's the way satoshi nakamoto wanted it Bitcoin mining profitability depends on several factors. The best way to stay on top of the difficulty curve and maximize the odds of achieving profitability is by acquiring the latest, most efficient mining hardware at a fair price. Those looking to turn a profit by investment by investing in new mining hardware will need to consider the price and ship, shipping cost, import taxes, and 
electricity cost involved in acquiring and operating their new hardware. The ideal Bitcoin miner is both energy efficient and offers excellent bang for the buck in terms of hash rate output. According to Crypto Compares Mining Probability Calculator, one terahash a second of hash rate will generate approximately 0.00000, there's what's five zeros, 0000742 BTC or around eight cents per day in profit at Bitcoin's current value. Because of this, a 73 terahash at minor at S17 Plus would pull around $6.30 per day, while a 112 terahash second S30M++ would bring around $9.68 a day. However, Bitcoin miners need to deduct their electricity and maintenance cost, which can vary considerably depending on the country and energy cost they have access to. Okay, and then it breaks it down to more numbers about electricity and yada yada yada. Since most Bitcoin miners run into the thousands of dollars, it's safe to say that most miners won't achieve a full ROI for several months at the very least, but they may be able to run they may be able to recoup some of their initial costs by selling their used miners on when purchasing newer equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, my two cents on that is just buy and hodl and and invest and compound uh, earn compound interest using the Celsius network platform, which I use. And I have a referral link below you can check out. <laughs> Next news written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Chainlink price has tanked since Dave Portney joined Link Marines. What? Chainlink has been the hottest cryptocurrency of the year, gaining nearly 1,000% to its price since January. But the meteoric rise came to a screeching halt over the weekend. And coincidentally, the price of Link has only continued to tank after Dave... Davy Dave Trader himself, Barstool Sports President Dave Portnoy, endorsed the coin on his day trading livestream and declared himself a member of the Link Marines. While Chainlink is still up a devilish 666% since the start of 2020, the cryptocurrency has dropped by 30% since Monday, the day Portnoy announced he'd sunk $300,000 into the coin. I am a Link Marine. I f- effing love it, he said. I'm a huge Link Marine. I think I'm $300,000 of and one of the and one that thing just rips eh not so much anymore it dropped from $20 per coin over the weekend to around $13.80 the chainlink technicals <laughs> chainlink was obviously going through a hyper excitement phase earlier this year breaking past even conceivable technical and psychological trading barriers day after day but that eventually came at a price the market has corrected and the price of link is coming down almost as fast as it went up today's drop broke mid support near $15 and the token is currently fluctuating between the barrier and more robust at $13.40. If the market fails to stabilize, the next support could be could be found just below $12. All right. Next news written by Andrew Hayward. Ethereum killer avalanche nears mainnet with Everest release candidate. Avala Ava Labs Avalanche, an Ethereum virtual machine compatible blockchain network that made waves this summer thanks to a $42.5 million public token sale, is getting closer and closer to showing whether it warrants all the hype. Today, the company announced that it has launched the Everest release candidate, the final testing grounds for Avalanche before the proper mainnet rollout. Everest, which n- now has all the core Avalanche features included, followed the release of the Denali testnet. Avarice implements several key features of Avalanche that developers should be eager to see in action, especially enhanced smart contracts functionality between Avalanche's default testnet and 
the Ethereum virtual machine. It's that EVM support that has helped fuel Avalanche's surge in interest, as the blockchain can easily accommodate Ethereum-based decentralized finance apps and promises transaction speeds of several hundred times faster than Ethereum. As Ethereum becomes more and more congested and upgrades to the network suffered delays, alternative options like Avalanche undoubtedly becomes appealing. Yeah, there's, I mean, yeah. If they can get it out on time before Ethereum 2.0 comes out, which if it ever does come out, who knows? I'm sure there's a lot of other uh, blockchains out there that are looking to uh, be number one, trying to surpass uh, Ethereum. Anyways, next news written by Andrew Hayward. Barstool Sports Dave Portnoy sells his Bitcoin, calls Link Marines weak. What? What is this guy doing? Barstool Sports President Dave Portnoy had a world a whirlwind couple of, of weeks in the crypto space, amassing more than one million dollars in Bitcoin, collaborating with the Gemini Winklevoss twins, and pushing coins like Chainlink and Orchid. But the outspoken investors had apparently pulled out of the cryptocurrency after a rough week across the market, including a nearly 30% tank for Chainlink after he came out in support of the and support as one of the infamous Link Marines. I currently own zero Bitcoin, Portno tweeted this afternoon. I will wait and watch. I lost $25,000. Just like with the stock market, it took my brain time to figure it out. I know this. The Link Marines are weak and the orchid flowers do die in the crypto world. I may or may not be done. Hashtag Bitcoin. This guy's something else. You know what? I buy and hodl, man. Buy it and hodl. I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. I... I haven't lost anything. Why? Because I haven't sold anything. And on top of that, the longer I hold, the more interest I make with com- with compounded interest. I mean, I'm just letting my money sit there and I'm earning more Bitcoin. I'm earning more Litecoin, more Ethereum, more of everything that I have on that on that exchange. Oh, not the exchange, the uh, platform. Check out my link below. <laughs> Next news written by Amy Castor. Hackers net half a million in University of Utah ransomware attack. The University of Utah paid a ransomware gang nearly half a million dollars to avoid having its data encrypted and leaked. The university has become the latest victim in a recent string, in a recent string of ransomware attacks aimed at higher education. In a statement posted on its website Thursday, the university revealed that it was the target of a ransomware attack on July 19th. The hackers managed to encrypt only... 0.02% of the data stored on its servers, the university said. The university did not specify whether it paid the funds in cash or crypto, and it had not responded to a request for comment from Decrypt. But one cybersecurity expert believes that the hackers likely demanded Bitcoin. Yeah. The likely culprit, Netwalker. Brett Callow, a threat analyst at cybersecurity firms, MCSoft told Decrypt that the operators of NetWalker ransomware were likely behind the attack. The group had targeted a number of educational establishments in recent weeks, including uh, Columbia College Chicago, Michigan State University, and the City University of Seattle. Another victim, the University of California at San Francisco, ended up paying $1.14 million to the hackers after a week of negotiations earlier this month. No, not California! Ah, that's that's all bad. Anyways, next news written by Matthew DeSalva. Fidelity-backed crypto exchange nabs historic Hong Kong license. 
Really, really, really now. Okay, okay. Here we go. Hong Kong-based digital asset firm OSL Digital Securities today announced it had been granted a license to trade crypto by the region's market regulators. The move could see OSL become the world's only publicly listed, licensed, insured, and big four audited digital asset platform, according to a statement from the firm. OSL, which is backed by the investment giant Fidelity, said in a statement that the move by Hong Kong Securities and Futures Commissions would allow it to operate a brokerage and automate trading services for digital assets, including security tokens. OSL applied for a digital assets license from the SFC last November. It's now the first company to receive such an approval from regulators in Hong Kong, according to Reuters. Well, bravo to OSL. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Attention, AWS customers, you might be running a malicious crypto miner. Mitiga, an Israeli cybersecurity firm, is advising all customers of Amazon Web Services running certain types of programs to check that they haven't been infected by a malicious Monero crypto miner. In an advisory note today, Megiddo said that anyone running EC2 instances based on community AMIs, Amazon machine images, are vulnerable to attack by the crypto miner. Amazon machine images are virtual machines within Amazon's cloud service, AWS. AWS lets people rent computational power from Amazon, which owns warehouses full of very powerful computers. EC2 allows AWS customers to publicly share AMIs with other users. A crypto miner running on AWS would suck up all of the computational resources that a customer has rented from Amazon. The customer, of course, would fit the bill. And because they'd be mining Monero, a privacy coin, it'd be difficult to trace the criminal hacker. Mitiga stumbled upon the active crypto miner during an assessment of the AWS setup of a customer, a financial institution. The crypto miner was stuffed into an AWS virtual machine running Microsoft Windows Server 2008. That server came out about a year after the release of Windows Vista, the unpopular buggy version of Microsoft's operating system. The hacker then published this infected AMI on the AWS marketplace. The hackers des- uh, designed it to execute a form of financial fraud, bill AWS customers, accounts for com- uh, compute while extracting crypto on the other end, wrote Mikit Mitiga. Wow. Well, see, these are, these are, these are hackers that, man, they're, 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 they're good. They're good. Got to give them a couple claps on that. Those, that's, that's good. And they still, they, they're probably never find them either. Yeah. Last news of the day, written by Robert Stevens. Lab behind Atomic Bomb is using AI to take on illegal Bitcoin mining. A group of researchers at Los Alamos, the U.S. science laboratory that created the atomic bomb, have created an artificial intelligence system that keeps crypto miners out of the supercomputers. Occasionally, hackers manage to infect supercomputers, some of the most powerful computers in the world, with processing speeds hundreds of thousands of times faster than even the top gaming PCs with cryptocurrency miners. The idea is to suck up all the power and use it to mine cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. They're the 
discouraged, they're discouraged of supercomputer operators who preside over computational powers usually reserved for top scientific researchers. In May, for instance, at least a dozen European supercomputers had to shut down due to crypto mining attacks, according to the BBC. Those affected or potentially at risk might then appreciate the work of the computer science, scientists at Los Alamos. Alamos National Laboratory, who have devised an artificial intelligence system to stop these attacks in their tracks. Yes. According to a blog post, instead of finding a match to a known criminal program, however, the system checks to determine whether a graph is among those that identify programs that are supposed to be running on the system. The research, researchers ran some of the tests and found that it finds malicious crypto miners much quicker and more re- reliably than conventional non-AI analysis. Well then, Mr. AI, I wish y'all the best. I, I, I personally love AI. It's, it's fascinating the evolution of AI and how smart it's getting year after year. It's just wow. So with that said, Cryptonauts, make sure you buy your cryptos and huddle, huddle, huddle. Um, once again, I'm just gonna just suggest you uh, Park your cryptos in the Celsius network platform because I mean, what's better than earning compounded interest every single week on a Monday on your cryptos? And in return, you get crypto, you don't get dollars, you're getting cryptos. Cryptos for cryptos. So, with that said, I do have a referral link below. Check it out, I highly recommend it. And uh, if you don't have any cryptos, there's another link there. Another two, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Coinbase and Gemini. Uh, I decided to put Coinbase on my back on my uh, referral link just because it's it's another on-ramp. It's another opportunity to just buy cryptos. Because I think everybody, just newcomers need more options available to them. And I'm doing my part to, to give some uh, easier on-ramps. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.